three, two, one. Sports rivalries are intense. It's a battle between two teams, two fan bases, and two stars. The stakes are always high, the competition is always fierce, and the greatness, well, that's what makes these battles memorable and special. Tuesday night in Los Angeles, we saw that. The basketball world saw the Battle of LA, a new NBA rivalry between the Lakers and the Clippers, LeBron and Kawhi Leonard, big brother versus little brother, and it didn't disappoint. This was not a mere NBA season opener for these two teams. This was game one of the playoffs before the playoffs. I know, right? But it's not hard to believe that when you take a step back and look at what sparked this new rivalry. You see, the Lakers and the Clippers have always been considered to be crosstown rivals. They share the same facility at the Staples Center in downtown LA, and they play in the same conference and division. But it wasn't until this summer where this crosstown rivalry turned into a new heated rivalry. And it's all because of Kawhi Leonard the 2019 NBA Finals MVP, the man who brought Canada and the city of Toronto their first basketball championship, chose to play with the Clippers, not the Lakers. To summarize why that's important, all you have to know are these five details. Number one, Kawhi was the most sought-after NBA free agent since LeBron James signed with the Lakers. Number two, LeBron himself was actively recruiting Kawhi to sign with the Lakers. Number three, Kawhi kept pushing back these meetings with the Lakers in his overall timetable with his decision. Number four, that timetable put the Lakers in an all-or-nothing situation as the rest of the top NBA free agents had signed with new teams. And lastly, number five, the cherry on top, Kawhi spurned the Lakers by signing and recruiting another superstar, Paul George, to play with the Clippers. Not even Hollywood could have wrote that script about the summer drama in the NBA. That drama is what every sports analyst, commentator, and basketball fan wanted to see. Everyone wanted to see how these two teams, these two superstars, would match up. How the new Lakers would play against the new Clippers. Ultimately, we saw Kawhi and the Clippers beat LeBron and the Lakers, 112-102. to Despite what the media has said about the Lakers and the Clippers, as a Lakers fan, I am not only impressed with what I saw from both teams, I am also mystified by this absurd question. Can LA ever be a Clippers town? Because that's what this week's episode is all about, the Battle of LA. Look, it's unrealistic to think that the Clippers cannot take over LA, because they can. Coming from a Lakers fan, that's my gut reaction after the final score had the Clippers over the Lakers on opening night. You see, it's been a while since the Lakers have been relevant in the NBA. Last time they were was in 2011. That's when the Lakers got swept to the Dallas Mavericks in the Western Conference semis. Before that series, the Lakers were dominant. They were at the top of the NBA and at the top of LA sports fans' hearts. Why? Well, it comes down to dominance. Teams have to be dominant in this town. Just listen to this. From 2008 to 2011, the city was all about the Lakers. They produced two back-to-back championships, and basketball was at the center of Los Angeles. From 2012 to 2015, the Kings, yes, LA has a hockey team, put Los Angeles on the map as a hockey city 
winning the Stanley Cup in 2012 and 2014. In those years, the city was all about hockey. From 2016 to 2019, the city has been all about the Dodgers. Granted, they lost twice in the World Series, but this team has been winning ever since 2016, and the city has been all about baseball ever since. I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that to grab the city's attention, to grab sports fans' hearts, a team has to be dominant. And frankly, the Clippers have been the more dominant basketball team in LA. Since 2011, the Clippers have only missed the playoffs once. That was in 2017. Since 2011, when the Lakers got swept to the Dallas Mavericks, the Lakers have only made the playoffs once. And that was in 2012. Since then, it's been six straight years of missing the playoffs. Those facts in many ways are what led Kawhi to choose the Clippers. I mean, he said it in his first Clippers interview. The Clippers have been the superior LA basketball team. But why have they been superior? Well, the biggest reason is Clippers owner Steve Ballmer. In 2014, Steve Ballmer bought the Clippers for $2 billion. And since then... He has given the organization every opportunity to excel by building a top-tier front office, a championship-caliber roster, and a new arena in Inglewood that's currently in development. When you look at the front office landscape, Ballmer hired Jerry West, the logo of the NBA, the architect behind two Lakers dynasties, and the most recent Golden State Warriors dynasty as a team consultant. Since West was hired in 2017, he has immediately made an impact with trades. He traded away Blake Griffin and Tobias Harris to gain draft capital and blue chip players like Landry Shamet, Montrez Harrell, Maurice Harkless, and Jermichael Green. These blue chip players alongside Blue Williams and Patrick Beverly pushed a game six in the playoffs last year against the Golden State Warriors. Bruh. That's impressive. What's even more impressive is the fact that West got Kawhi Leonard and Paul George all at once. When you look at this roster, it's a championship caliber roster this year. This team is arguably a front runner in the West and a front runner to win the NBA Finals this year. They not only have the top two superstars in the NBA, they have a deep bench by building a top tier front office that has built a championship caliber roster. Ballmer has legitimized the need for the Clippers to be in a new sports arena. When you look at the proposed Inglewood Arena, it's arguably going to be better than the Staples Center. It's compact enough to give fans the perfect view from every seat with an atmosphere of a college basketball game. Those are two qualities you can never get at Staples Center. You see, what Ballmer has done and what he continues to do to make the Clippers a premier basketball team is the main reason why fans are buying blue and red instead of purple and gold. Los Angeles can be a Clippers town because the owner is invested. He is all in on winning now. That's important because the Clippers never really had that. They never really had an owner previously who was all about winning. Throughout the 1990s and early 2000s, the Clippers were a joke. They were in oblivion. In the 2010s, and specifically 2014, the team was toxic and in the middle of one of the biggest NBA controversies with Donald Sterling, the previous Clippers owner. If you don't know who that man is, 
It's been five years since Donald Sterling made headlines with his racist leaked video recordings with his girlfriend. Video recordings that almost shut down the NBA. Fans were shocked, players were upset, and the Clippers' value as a franchise was tanking to all-time lows. But even after all that, the ex-CEO of Microsoft saw an opportunity. Ultimately, when it comes to LA, the city is a huge opportunity for anyone. Whether you are an owner, athlete, or fan, Los Angeles is a city where all your hopes and dreams can be a reality. It won't be easy though. LA is tough and competitive. In the case of the Clippers taking over LA, the road is going to be a battle. The Lakers have already cemented their legacy in Los Angeles. A legacy that has won them 11 championships. But times are changing. The city loves winners. If the Clippers can somehow beat the Lakers this year to make it into the finals and win their first championship, then I think the narrative, the conversation in LA is going to change. Regardless, the Battle of LA is brewing up to be an intriguing battle, a city rivalry that has been revitalized like a Hollywood script. Hey, if you made it this far, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, please share it. You can find me live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and of course, my website, www.matstwocents.com. That's the number two. Until next week, guys, this is Matt signing off, and I'll see you guys soon.